And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Okay, thank you very much. Back here for this uh, Tuesday. Hope you've uh, all had a wonderful time at the warm-up and enjoying the free food that we've passed out here before the show. World on tied around my finger. Hello, Bob and Ray. Hi, Wally. Hey, Blue speaking. Yeah. Hey, have I ever got an idea for a new show? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of it before this, being a man of the street reporter like I've been. But how do you like this for a title? Have Mike Will Travel. See, it's a story of a fighting, roving reporter like myself. Oh, you mean this would be dramatized? Yeah. Like and every week would be a different episode. You see, it's based on... Uh, the old thing, you have tux and travel. Oh, yeah. Well, uh... See, the title alone ought to sell it, hasn't it? Well, it's a good title, but it's been used, though. Not the mic, but uh, Have Gun Will Travel has, uh, has been on for a good many years now. Oh. See, I think that's probably where you heard it. And, uh, you know, it's working on... You didn't realize it, you know. Right? Oh, I couldn't use it then. So you haven't got the world on a string like you thought, Wally. No, I'd rather deject it, though. You, you look lugubrious, too. I do? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way all about it, I guess. See you around, buddy. Yeah, I got a class at the trainees school anyway. Okay. Right. All right, well, we'll see you tomorrow. Go ahead, Mark. I don't know what he's going to say, but I had to close the door. Well, I had a good idea. What? Well, I had a good idea there. Yeah, no, we'll forget it, because... Uh... Huh? What? I said forget it. Okay, we believe you. Anything else you want to say? No, I guess that's all there is. To it, I guess you're going to say. To it. Okay, all right. Well, he's gone, isn't he? Yeah, Ray, Dr. Ray. Graham is here. Come up, Doctor. Continue your talk. Sit down, Doctor. Please don't the chair, Doctor. Oh, all right, okay. They seem to be itching. Uh, you noticed that. Uh, I noticed those nasty welts on your arm, Doctor. We put you up at the Bob and Ray Hotel overnight. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there is an expression for a place like that. What's that? Fleabag. <laughs> I was afraid you'd say that. Other than that, though, no complaints. The food is... Uh, food was first rate. Continental, certainly. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything else is okay. Well, Doctor, right. the reason, of course, we had you stay was that we could hardly uh, uh, get the cover... We could uh, just about to pry the lid off the amazing story that has been taking place in your backyard. Phone mm. uh, rang all morning. Uh, where do you live, uh, Doctor? I lived in uh, Braintree, Massachusetts. In Braintree. That's a curious name. Do you know how that uh, came uh, about? An old English name, I uh, think. Well, let's get back now uh, to the story. England, I'm told. Uh -huh. Let's get back now to the story that you were telling us yesterday about the Martians. Were they Martians? That I don't know. You don't know what I only they... know they were from another planet. You're not and sure they're from another planet? I I know they were from another planet. They oh. said so. Oh, but they didn't say which. They planet. didn't say which. No. Uh huh. Well, could you describe the ship for us, uh, Doctor Graham, please? Incidentally, are you a physician, Doctor? No, that's just a uh, an honorary title I give myself. Do you have MD on your on your license? Yes. Mm -hmm. well, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, it's giving yourself a little too much uh, honor. That's I don't mean to criticize you, doctor, but uh, mm. if you're not a if you're not a legitimate doctor, you shouldn't uh, have the title. 
nor should you have it on your license plate. Well, and they call me here to uh, no, I'm sorry. take me apart. No, I, that isn't <clears throat> my understanding of my uh, being invited here. Mm -hmm. I thought I would at least be treated nicely. Uh -huh. Okay, well, let's get back to your story. Uh, when did this happen? This happened October 23rd. All right. And was that the first time you'd ever seen uh, seen these ships from uh, from another planet? Yes, it was. Did you talk to them? What did you say, and what did they say to you, please? I said, uh, hello. And uh, what did they say? They didn't answer in so many words. They Were they armed in any way? They, have they didn't appear to be, no. Did they appear to be friendly? They smiled all the time, and I smiled back. Uh, did uh, anyone else witness this with you? In other words, do you have someone to support your story? How about your war department, your wife? No, the missus uh, wasn't there. She wasn't. Well, I was alone at the time. Uh, doctor, do you drink at all? Uh, occasionally, yes. But only socially? Uh, yes. And uh, well, what would you consider social uh, drinking? Because uh, I'm a little curious about you now. Well, uh, seven or eight. <laughs> okay, that does it. Dr. Al Graham. Come on, obviously. <laughs> you better get the end of your license plate, too. Uh, that's my advice to you, Doctor. Oh, man, have we ever been taken <laughs> in again. And to think that we gave up that $7 room last night. <laughs> oh, we could have used that. Oh, oh hired it out. It certainly gets my goat. Now, uh... Hey, hey, what? wait a second. Uh, uh, did you see where that note from Wally Baloo went? Oh. oh, I had it here a minute ago. Oh, oh this one here, you mean? Yeah, let's see. It says, uh, if you'll plug the World News Roundup and the World Tonight, my boss says he'll get you on either show if you make news. Signed, affectionately, Wally. He's still a trainee correspondent for CBS News. Right. right. He said he's going to school tonight. But I can't think of uh, any news we're about to make that's earth-shaking enough to get us on either of those shows, can you? Well, not in the spur of the moment. Besides, uh, everybody listens to him already. Don't see any need to uh, give him a plug. Well, we might say something brief that won't do any harm, and it'll make Wally look good to his boss, you know? All right, well, how's this? Uh, hear the World News Roundup each morning. The world tonight, each evening on CBS Radio. The best informed people do that very thing. Well, I think that tells the story. Oh, and uh, Wally, if you're listening, that spot just cost you 1,700 fish. Right? Right. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of After Hours, the late-night TV show starring Hack Park and myself, Eustace Dove. And now, the star of our show, Hack Park. Hi, and uh, welcome to the little giant of a show we've got going here. I'm sorry if I was a bit late getting out here. Just before the show started, I was backstage trying to find a friend. Hi, <laughs> uh... I think what Hack meant was uh, uh, he had an actual appointment, you see. Uh, thank you, dear Hart. Well, Eustace, the folks out there sound like a real convention crowd, don't they? Actually, Hack, very few people know this, but uh, there isn't a convention person in our audience tonight. Really? Uh, well, then what would you call that man on the first row down there, the one wearing a fez? Hack, the world is shrinking every day. With the advent of commercial aviation, one can now fly from continent to continent, with ease and security. Already, they... Oh, 
Father, your people used to uh, go. go. The stream of the jet airliner hangs over many nations and will one day encompass the world. The people all over this globe of ours still cling to their mores, customs, and modes of dress. So, Hack, the gentleman down there in a fez may very well be an Algerian person. What a wild guy! Hack, I've got a long way to go before I can ever come close to. Well, all I can say is, when the great boom mic in the sky is lowered, it'll be in front of your mouth, not mine. Well, let's hope so, Eustace. It took me a long time. A long time to get where I am today, and I wouldn't want any mix-ups. Incidentally, uh, Eustace, have you got the latest ratings on my little shindig? Hack, you've done it. Ratings show that 100% of the people watching television watch your show. My show? <laughs> Come on, Eustace, you're kidding. No, I'm you? sincere about this, Hack. You mean everybody watches this show? Well, I mean a couple of scientists are listening for radio signals or satellites, but other than that, you've got them all. Hey, uh, Eustace... You know what, what, what really would be great? I, think I got all, a wild idea here. We would all like to hear it. Well, if I could make this an eight-hour show, say from nine in the morning till five in the afternoon, well, with everybody glued to their sets, not going to work, can you imagine the blow this little show of ours could deal the economy of this country? It'd be wild, Eustace. Oh, but Hack, knowing you... Oh, oh, I wouldn't do it or anything like that, dear heart. It was just a wild idea up the top. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it during this tense period. Hack, do you think you could do eight hours a day, seven days a week? I think you could. Well, it would mean the discovery of a lot of new talent. That's right, Hack. Yes, but I'd, uh, I'd have to leave my home too often with a schedule like that. And you know how I hate to leave my home, Eustace. I kid you not. I know, I story. know. Well, Hack, uh, you want to do any fruit and vegetable jokes now? The West Coast would be happy if you did. They're leaving us. Oh, uh-huh. Well, uh, don't go away. We'll be back. Time for Bob and Ray Lucky phone call, yeah, isn't it? Is. Haven't uh, had one this month yet. And uh, our call today goes to Mr. Emerson N. Partee of Snohomish, Washington. Operator, will you get that, please? Phone will be ringing. Yes, it is now. It's ringing. Hello. Hello. Is this the residence, Mr. Uh, Emerson N. Partee of Snohomish, Washington? Yes, it is. This is Bob and Ray with another lucky phone call, Mr. Partee. Hey, hello. Bob and Ray with a lucky Mr. phone. Partee is telling his wife, oh, okay. I guess, about well, it. I don't know what we get. Wait a minute. Calling from New York City, Mr. Partee. Oh, wonderful. Gee, we're, we're, we're just listening. delighted. We're listening to our show. Uh, uh, dinner here. Wonderful. What were you doing while uh, we were calling you? Finishing dinner. Uh-huh. We were just finishing dinner when the phone rang. Uh, uh who's there with you, Mr. Partee? Just Helen and, uh, and the little fella. Your wife and the family with you? Uh, yes. They're right here. I just said we were finished uh, dinner and uh, my wife Helen and uh, the little fella are here. Do you, uh, have any children, sir? Yes, one. Uh, boy or girl? It's a boy, little fella. I just... Wonderful. Uh, Said this, I well, uh, Helen and the little fella are running around in circles here. Well, I guess they're they pretty happy that we uh, singled you out for our Bob and Ray Lucky phone yes, call. They are, and uh, I might say I am too. Uh, 
They want me to ask you what we win. What do you uh, do for a living, Mr. Partee? I'm a baker here in Snohomish. Wonderful. Uh, do, do they still give baker's dozens in uh, uh, bake shops? Like no, they not like to? they used to. No. <laughs> No, when you order a dozen now, you still you just get twelve. Just get twelve, to, uh, but I guess that's still legal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? He just asked me if uh, we get bacon stuff. Well, now I guess you <laughs> realize the uh, you realize the significance uh, in a lucky phone call from us. The fact that out of millions of phones uh, listed in the various directories we have here in the studio, well, the population uh, of America is uh, almost two hundred million. Right. And when you consider that out of all those people, I don't know how many have telephones, but a good portion of them, to think that uh, you've selected my name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's pretty excited, Ray, uh, telling his wife and uh, uh-huh. so wow. the little uh, fellow there. Did you say you had a little boy or a little girl? Uh, I had a little boy. I thought I told you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little fella. Wonderful. And you're a baker. Well, and, look, uh, uh, I don't want to sit around having your dinner. And, uh, my, I want to finish my dinner. All right. We're we have sitting. an upside-down cake for dessert, and I love it. Did you make that at your bake shop? No, my wife uh, made it at she, home. She finds that she still likes to cook at home, even though you could have uh, all of those products from your own shop. Huh? I have a funny feeling that uh, <laughs> you're not saying, uh, what do we win? Well, sir, here's what we have for you. Uh, in case the Bob and Ray trophy train reaches Snohomish, uh, we are sending you by uh, airmail a coupon good for ten cents off the regular admission price of a dollar sixty-five. In other words, you'll be able to get in to see the Bob and Ray Trophy train, all the trophies on it, for a dollar fifty-five instead of the usual uh, uh, modest a dollar sixty-five. So you really are lucky, sir. Well, and uh, ten cents from these. I hope that. Uh, We'll meet up with you sometime in person. I'd like to meet up with you, uh, stay in about ten minutes, if at all uh, possible. About all the time we can take on the phone, but uh, thank you, Mr. Putty, for uh, talking with us. I know he was very happy. Wonderful, Bob. I'm excited, too. Say, you know, to send that uh, coupon out. We will. And uh, we'll have the sound of an unusual creature in just ten seconds. Here, then, is the sound of an unusual creature. So, tomorrow, this is Ray Golding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumb. On the CBS Radio Network. City Editors report next on KNX AM and FM, CBS Radio Los Angeles. Los Angeles.